strange. 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 Like I told you, learning about, I like, no, I don't like, right? <laughs> C- serial killers are interesting to learn about because yeah, it's fun you shit. have, you can dive into the mind of a murderer, of a, of a murderer. <coughs> but yep. it pisses me off, dude, because a lot of them are dickholes. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah, man. What do you it's expect? Pretty fucked up. They it, murder it, people. Yeah. <laughs> So they have no empathy. I was learning about this guy. Yep, Bobby man, Joe Long. Back to this fucking shithole of a, a shit bag of a man. A, 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 not even a man, bro. This is a sorry excuse of a human. human hey, he being. was a, a good a, father, waste, supposedly. So waste uh, he's got one thing going air. for him. Yeah, he's a. It's good. He's a good daddy, though. It's a good papa. <laughs> and. You know the the so you can start off, and I just have a few questions yeah. about this whole thing because yeah, yeah, we'll get up. into it. So, a serial rapist terrorized Tampa, Florida's red light district, and this is why we're me and Juan are going to start getting into smaller true crime cases that uh, uh, or bigger ones or whatever that are like less well known. So we started, we did the Gainesville Ripper, and now we're going to talk about another fucking serial killer from Florida because you guys are a bunch of wackos and maniacs down there. So I have one thing to say, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's something that my friend sent me a little bit ago. Said, speaking of Florida, Florida man arrested for fatal stabbing of grandfather after pulling human ears from pocket during questioning what? by deputies. That's fucked up, right? So, <laughs> what? So he killed his grandfather, and then so he he killed his grandfather, and while the deputies are interrogating him, and he pulls him. out a human ears. Was from it his, his grandpa's pocket. ears? I don't know. Was, he just sent me the, the the picture, and I just thought Weird. it was funny. He probably killed him because his grandpa never listens because his grandpa's deaf. And he's like, you fucking deaf now, you bitch. He's got no ears. It's that fucking cat again. (laughs) All right. So he was murdering women at random, tossing their bodies aside. The killing spree doesn't stop until one of his victims gets away and leads law enforcement right to him. So let's just get into all the murders. All the murders. So in Tampa, Florida, on March 28th, 1984, 21-year-old prostitute artist Wick stood on a dark street corner. A man pulled up in a car, inviting her to get in. The man picked her up with intentions to fuck her for her sex. He wants a sexy time. But he is ended that what up, you do with prostitutes? Yeah, he ended up uh, raping her instead. But is it really rape if it's a prostitute? <laughs> I guess you got to pay him. The fucking answer is no. <laughs> I believe it is. Yeah, yeah. But like, what if, what if you forced her to have sex and then you paid her afterwards? Is that is that rape? It's a prostitute. No one cares yeah, about them. They're literally known as the less dead. In serial killer cases, prostitutes are known as the less dead because no cops seem to give a shit about them. And they're like, God, oh, just one less street whore, I guess. That's fucked up, bro. Every <laughs> all lives matter, dude. I don't know. Do they? What about I, pedophiles? I, do they? No, no, not pedophiles. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Not pedophiles or serial killers. Fuck you guys. So unsatisfied from the rape, he strangled her and left her for dead. Artist Wick's body was not found for eight months. The city of Tampa had no idea there was a vicious killer even on the loose, which is crazy. So we'll get more into Bobby Joe Long down the road, but... And near the ending of this, actually, and who he was, because we're just going to frame out the murders first. But he would essentially, and we'll get into it, but he would he would just he find remote roads and then he would just dump their bodies there. And he wouldn't yeah, really hide mostly, them that well. Mostly along I-75, right? That's yes. I don't know. Something like that. I don't live in goddamn Florida, so I'm yeah, a Yeah, it's I'm a mostly along I-75, which is a big <laughs> highway that runs yeah. from Florida to A lot Georgia. of serial killers operate on highways because it's a long stretch of road. There's a lot of people going through it, and you can pick up a lot of people, so... So on uh, North Nebraska Avenue on May 10th, 1984, exotic dancer Lena, Lena Long finished her shift at a popular gentleman's club a strip club for all you dum-dums out there, and started walking down the street. (laughs) The area is known for its prostitution and its strip clubs. She was walking alone and offered a ride, 
and was offered a ride. She accepted the ride. While driving to a nearby bar, the man pulled off on the side of the road and produced a knife, which I don't know where he got it. It means he had it in his pocket or some shit, and brought out, a, brought out a knife. And then she began to struggle with him, and he tied her up and also strangled her. And this guy's name... Uh, there, there's different names for this fuckhead because every serial killer has a nickname. Uh, but the the one that's go that is the hot topic, the one that they picked was the classified ad rapist, which is a yeah. mouthful. Yeah, <laughs> and just be something else like the crazy rape man. <laughs> the first, his first victim, right, or, or yeah. arguably the one that you mentioned. I don't yeah. know if that was his. I don't believe that was his first, was it? Uh, he, he abused his wife and liked strangling her a bit when they were together and then they got divorced, which I so, think we dive into a little later, but yeah. It's yeah. From my <laughs> understanding, he started off doing other things before he started killing people. Yes. He would, he, he raped first and he was, yeah. there was a classified ads rapist first yeah. before he. So he ca- would go yeah. and, and look at, to go buy items. He yep. would go at times where the husbands yeah. weren't at home. And then he would go he knew inside. They were alone, yeah. Yeah. And then he would rape them. And then he even said that some of them even liked that shit, bro. Yeah. I some of them would did. be like, hey, do you mind if I enjoy this? And then he would just rape them and then be like, sure. <laughs> That's in <So>. his mind. <laughs> 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 yeah. Pro- right. Like we're only he- hearing from like one. <laughs> but I highly hey, I doubt they past. liked it. No. Yeah. What, saying all well, women are whores. That's no, sounds I'm not like what saying you're saying. That. I'm saying that some, <laughs> some bitches get. Freaky, but here's the thing. No, this is there is guy. there is women that are definitely into um, the rape, um, f- like role play like fetish. Yeah, like yeah, as role as role playing and being like, yeah, you just you break into my house and you wear a mask and then you we yeah. pretend to rape me and I, I like it. What's I, your I like What's it. your fetish, Tom? What What type of shit are you into? Bro? I really like balloons. I like popping balloons. I hold them <laughs> next to me <laughs> and then I pop them. No, like getting joking. your balls tickled, like your gooch. You know? Yeah, you yeah, like that? that. Yeah, I like to get feathered a bit. Um, I like to be tied up and whipped with a cat of nine tails. <laughs> nice. Listen. Uh, so fuck. this is a guy who said yeah. during uh, I think it was a letter. Yeah. He said, give a bitch a choice between getting dicked and getting hurt. <laughs> you know what she's going to pick. Oh, she got to choose fuck, that dick. <laughs> fuck this guy. <laughs> so so fucked. the first the first killing that he did, I, I'm assuming it was that. Yeah. That, I have to double check that. It was a it was an Asian. I think she was 20 years old. Wasn't she? 20 she years was old? Asian. Yeah, she she's was 21. <laughs> she was 21 years old and she was trying to save up for. To go back to her family in California, apparently, and obviously she was a, a, uh, a stripper, yes, and, and a whore. And possibly <laughs> she. They said that she would go to clients that she had who liked to watch her, and then they would do things for money. I guess I, I don't yeah. know what you would consider that. That's right? called a prostitute. <laughs> Maybe, perhaps, but she <laughs> just didn't have like a car. technically OnlyFans is for is prostitution. She didn't have a car, so obviously he gave her a yeah. ride, and and the rest is history. Mm-hmm. So she did. Go, go ahead, keep going because yeah. this, this whole case pisses me off. 72 hours later, on Mother's Day, two young boys playing in a field made a sickening discovery. They found Lena Long's de- decomposing body. The police found Lena face up because the boys were squeezing her titties and stuff. I'm just joking. You guys want to see a dead body? Yeah, you want to see a dead body? What's that from? Fucking. Um, Oh, that's going to bug me. I know that movie. It's all the boys. They play on a train track. Yeah, uh, I forgot the movie, but... F- fuck. I'll, it'll, it'll come to me. Her hands were behind her back, bound, and they found a ligature mark around her neck. So, obviously, it's mark of a strangulation. Oh, God. Well, I, can, I can see the movie in my head. It's got that weirdo Jeez. Corey Feldman in it. Yeah, so, he <laughs> could, so this guy, he would... Do similar things on every killing. So stand it was, by me. That's the movie. Stand by me. Stand by me. Yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> but I think I've seen it like one time. But yeah, I love that movie. So yeah, he would do similar things, right? And, that, and that's yeah. a pattern that Syracuse. He got into strangling, right? Like he, yeah. he he obviously got him off. You know what I mean? So. It was obvious to the police that she had been strangled to death. They also know that her legs were spread about five. Inch, five feet, one inches apart from heel to heel. I don't know why they measured that, but 
Her legs well, were very spread. Supposedly, <laughs> he broke her hips oh, to be fuck. able to put her legs yeah. 90 degrees out from her body. Yeah, like that, so, that that clown chick from that kid's show where she, like, moves her legs around the clock. Yeah, but so pretty much, I mean, just <laughs> but think about couch. that. Think about the brutality of having to fuck break yeah, somebody's that's hips. Fucked. To I wonder if he hit it with a hammer or if he just, like... That's so bent her legs so bro. far back that he broke them. <laughs> that's fucked. And yes, uh, you make, and that's what we do on Strange Your Podcast. And and what we will be doing on Wands, Strange Wands, is is using dark humor to to laugh about dark situations because they're keep fucked from crying. Cause <laughs> yeah. it's fucked up. The police were left um, confounded by who could possibly have committed such a horrendous crime. A the piece killer, of fucking shit. Yeah, his name is Bobby Joe Long. The killer left behind two key, key pieces of evidence during their crime scene investigation. They know that there was carpet fibers, fibers on Lana's legs, as well as tire tracks nearby. You would be surprised how often people get caught with fucking carpet fibers. There was well, one one dude in Toronto. He like raped this chick. Um, well, not a chick. She was a little girl and um, killed her. And they the, he he cut her up and then what well, maybe talk about it on the podcast. And he put her bodies all like all around Toronto. One in the uh, the lake or some shit like that, and just all over different places. And they caught him by finding his carpet fibers on one of the gym bags that he fucking cut her up into. So it fucking happens. So, yeah, they found the carb the carpet fibers and also. The we the the tires were different. Yeah. The t- the tracks, the front two really? were different from the rear, and hmm. yeah, and, and one of the tires was actually linked to a higher end Cadillac, right? Oh, so they were able Caddy. to pinpoint that as well. Yeah. yeah. So he was <clears throat> he was they were able to find him, you know, uh, based on these things that you really wouldn't think about. And yeah. at this time, they weren't using DNA, so no, no. they weren't yeah. they weren't able to even. T- this woman was so deformed from being decomposed they couldn't even identify her from her face they had to identify her from her fingerprints yeah that's fucked yeah so so those items are collected and sent to the fbi lab for further analysis and law enforcement treated lana's murder as an isolated incident but her killer was ready already on the hunt for another victim which they most likely do like oh it's just one girl dead who knows maybe your boyfriend was mad at her and broke her hips for some fucking reason yeah so, so on Kennedy Boulevard on May 26 1984 Michelle Sims a 22 year old former beauty queen walking walked the asphalt turning tricks to support her cocaine habit she did like the cocaine Michelle encountered a stranger walking Walking along Kennedy Boulevard. The first one was also a, a drug addict as well. God. I forgot to mention Well, uh, they're from Florida. I think you have to be on drugs to live there. So Yeah, meth <laughs> is the starter. You have to be at least on meth yeah. to be able to... Live in Florida. Yeah. The, <laughs> the man offered Michelle 50 bucks to get in his car. She accepted and the two drove off. A mile down the road, the driver pulled over and threatened Michelle with a knife, like he always seems to do, and then he tied her hands behind her back and drove to a more desolate location. The man violently raped Michelle and began to hit her on the head with a club like a fucking caveman. She was strangled (laughs) and her her throat was cut as well. It was a slow laceration in the level of violence, so he slowly cut her throat, maybe to get some satisfaction out of that shit. Michelle's body was found the next day, May 27, 1984, in a secluded lover's lane area. You're just going to make out with your girlfriend in your car and, and listen to the radio, and then you see a dead hooker. Oh, no, a dead hooker. Yeah, that, that'd be <laughs> fucked up. Like those kids that found that... that the the girl decomposed. They couldn't even identify. Oh fuck! Her. I know. That's, they 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 found those kids probably have nightmares. Yeah, imagine. I mean, again, imagine being a kid, know, dude, just playing fuck. out in the field, <clears throat> and then smelling something off, right, and going to yep to try and, and see what. Fine, it is. Yeah, and then you find a dead body. Her body was laying out, and she had ligatures around her neck, and her clothes were hung in a nearby tree, which is extremely creepy. That'd be fucking weird. See a dead woman, and her clothes are all hung up in a tree. Yeah, was this the one that was cut up into pieces as well? 
Um, I don't. It doesn't say. It says the ropes they uh were that were used in the strangulation were all cut the same length. It was little. Uh, it was a little more planned than just random. Eh, sporadic and you know what I mean see a girl track her down rape her and kill her he seemed to actually plan this one out as far as I can tell it was just her dead body and she had a throat slit and well, yeah. yeah and I think it might have been the one where he slit her from the bottom all the way up through her cheek oh yeah that's exciting like, yeah so there was one <laughs> where he cut her up from the like the bottom of her neck yeah all the way up along one of the arteries all the way up to the ear and it was just really deep and Obviously yeah. violent. And he gave her a Colombian necktie. <laughs> this guy, no, not a Colombian necktie, but this guy's a piece of shit, dude. This guy yeah, is, I know, is, it is. I'm just trying to laugh about how fucked up this is. Grade A piece of shit. And, and grade A. Again, he also raped kids as young as 12 and 13 years old. Yeah. That's, when that's he was, crazy. When he was going around. Yeah, and, and I could see that. He would, he was the classified uh, ad rape. rapist, right? Yeah. So he would go to different houses, and if there was kids and stuff there, he would also... He would also rape. fuck their buttholes. Yeah, everybody. See, yeah. he was just <laughs> fucking everybody. Just he was left deep and right. in gash everywhere. Yeah, and, and, and the <laughs> thing is that he's not even... Like, if you see him, if you see the type yeah. of guy he looks like, he doesn't look like a serial killer or a serial rapist, so that's why yeah. they would let Dude, him what in. Is, what does a serial killer look like, Juan? Looks like everyday fucking people. They could be in your backyard right now. It looks mowing, like everyday. Mowing your lawn. <laughs> hey, did you see that video? The guy who was the 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 guy who was out in the yard, like the the the. It was a lady's yard people, and he was like jerking off in the backyard. You see really? that video? Was he Mexican? And she catches him. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but dude's just like in the corner jerking off, and the what lady's the like, "What fuck? are you doing?" He's like, "No, no." He's like, "Please, please." That's he just fuck. fucking. Can you imagine, dude, just <laughs> yeah, having to fight? Imagine having to fight the urge to jerk off. That, like, that's how <laughs> fucked up in the job. head you are. That you yep. have to fight the urge off in your head to just not jerk off. Can it's you fucked. imagine that? Yeah, imagine at work, man. They're, you're getting paid to <laughs> whack off. <laughs> as, so, this, yeah, as detectives processed the crime scene, they found hair fibers that belonged to a Caucasian male. And fresh. Yeah, and fresh. Was it, it really pubic was. Hairs? That's fucked. And yeah. fresh tire tracks in the sand. It was about a 360 degree roll that gave him a very distinct tread pattern. They found it was, in fact, a consistent with a tread pattern of the previous murder. So they go. fucking figured it out. And they, they knew that, obviously, this is a serial killer, not just one fucking guy. So in addition, they found more red carpet fibers. They were identical to uh, carbon fibers found at the other crime scene. So if you want to be a serial killer, anybody out there that's listening, uh, take a, just take all your carpet out of your house. It'll probably help you not. No, get a, just get fucking caught. put a plastic tarp down <laughs> yeah, and then just like wrap Dexter. them up in that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they had an unknown killer on the loose in the area. This caused tension to rise, especially among the female population. But who really cares what they think? Right. <laughs> Happy just, National Women's Just Day. joking. Yes, we love all the women out there. All of you. Do any girls listen to this show? Yes. Any women? They, yes. We actually have quite a few female fans. So are they hot? Um, sure. Some of them are. I, are, I don't want to judge or say nice. anything. Yeah, yeah. There's probably <laughs> some good looking ones out there. Who knows? But um, uh, you're all beautiful in your own way. <laughs> In Tampa, Florida, on June 8th, 1984, Elizabeth Loud Loudenback, uh, a shy 22-year-old who worked on an assembly yeah, line and a gun, <laughs> left the mobile park where she lived to take uh, a walk. A friendly str uh, stranger pulled up and offered a ride. Not that rapist again. Right. Like, sure. Yeah. You want to ride? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Once she got in, the driver pulled the knife and then he took her to a nearby orange grove. So that's cute. Where he attacked her, tied her up and brutally raped her and moments later strangled her. So he took her to a fucking orange grove. Is that where you guys grow oranges and shit and make orange juice? 
Yes, bro. This is where <laughs> we get our oranges from. From Orange Groves. <laughs> That's fun. A little cute date, and then he kills her. So two weeks later, on June 24th, a circus worker found Elizabeth. That's crazy. So maybe it's a little lobster boy. He's, like, walking around <laughs> having a cigarette, and then he f- f- finds Elizabeth. <laughs> or a clown. He's like, oh, oh, oh fuck. <laughs> her body up. was so badly decomposed, it only weighed 25 pounds. That's including the clothing. Wow, it's dude. fucking crazy. Yeah, she was almost liquefied. They said that's, that's how bad it was. Well, it's probably hot and shit too. It's in uh, yeah. Florida. Yeah. Oh, you fuckers are. It's you hot have down bugs. There. You have animals. You have all types of shit. Monkeys. And she was, they said that she was almost liquefied. <laughs> that's but fucked. They were able to identify that she was strangled because the that bone was yeah. cracked. Oh fuck. So, yeah, yeah, this guy's got a thing. I mean, I know he does. You would think that <laughs> when it comes to choking, you know. I've always talked about this. When it comes to... You've talked about choking a lot? No. When it comes to <laughs> shooting somebody, it's not personal, right? You, you can shoot somebody. You're not connected to the victim. Yep. You can shoot them from far away. You don't ever see them. Now, if you're stabbing somebody or if you're choking them... It's up them, close and personal, man. It's up close and personal, bro. Yeah. How could, you know how fucked up you got to be? You I mean, watch, it's already messed up. You watch the up. life leave their eyes slowly, right? So. Yeah, right? So, again, it's it's... He liked it, control. though. Yeah, he liked it. Li- and it was control. That's It's personal. And it's like, it's actually raping someone and stuff, too. It's it's so, you are, the man is in complete control. You know what I mean? But Yeah. I want to see, that's going to sound bad. I was like, I want to see a woman rape a man. See how, see how the men like it. Like, uh... Uh, Amanda Nunez, that crazy UFC bitch, have her fucking... Yeah, she'd fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just hold you down and fucking puts on a strap on. Yeah, po- bro. <laughs> police work, uh, they were kind of thrown um, off by the fact that the body was this decomposed and fully closed, um, and she wasn't bound. So they were looking for an MO, which was kind of similar to the previous murders. She was not a drug user or a prostitute like the other cases. Unlike the others, her ATM card was taken from her and used at various banks. So we also robbed this dead bitch. Poli- dead woman, not a bitch. She's not a bitch. She's a good woman. She worked at... Jesus <laughs> she, she was a circus... Oh, no, that, that, no that, that was... I was like, she was a circus worker. I was like, no. She worked at an assembly line, so she's doing this her part. fucking guy. And police were not sure if this particular murder was related to the others. Police questioned Loudenbach's boyfriend after he failed a polygraph test. Not good, bro. Not good. He became the prime suspect until September 1984 when the crime lab reported back on its analysis of Elizabeth's clothes. They found red fibers, which are similar to the red fibers found at the previous site. Yeah, get rid of your carpet. Red fibers. (laughs) Yeah, get rid of your fucking uh, carpets, people, if you want to murder. Again, use a blue tarp. They're cheap at Home Depot. There you go. <laughs> so they were definitely looking for an established serial killer, and the pattern was emerging. There were three bodies, and there was going to be more. On Hillsborough Avenue on September 30th, 1984, 18-year-old Chanel Williams was on the street hooking. She was walking toward a nearby hotel to check on a fellow prostitute when a moustached man picked her up in his car. He had a mustache. You got to be careful with those people with mustaches. Hey, he's one. a trustworthy guy who's got a fucking mustache, right? <laughs> yep. They that drove fucking porno <laughs> stash going yeah, on, dude. I know, literally. They drove east before pulling over on an entrance of a cattle ranch. The man proceeded to rape her. When he was finished raping her, he strangled her once again. But because of her resistance, he reached for her his gun and actually shot her in the head. Was this the one that he drove around with? I think so. Yeah, that he went to the gas station with her body in the fucking passenger seat and nobody noticed. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, this is my uh, uh, carpool, buddy. (laughs) Imagine fucking Ubering, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Chanel's decomposed body was found a week later face down underneath a fence. She was an African-American, which was slightly different than the others. The other interesting and unique characteristics of this murder was the fact that she was found shot, not strangled or cut. Um, Yeah, so mostly, mostly serial killers stick to one color of ethnicity, but they can stray. It happens. 
but usually they try to stick you gotta to mix one. it up you gotta have some di- diversification you, know, you gotta diversify the portfolio yep. <laughs> of murders yeah and you gotta throw you know you gotta throw them off it sounds yeah, it's fucked true up. after evidence collected during the crime scene was analyzed it was determined that she had hell, <laughs> red fiber carpets carpet fibers on her leg connected to all the other unsolved murders and yeah i'll save a seat for you in hell don't worry I would have uh, got away with it too if it weren't for you fucking dude, meddling, kids meddling fibers. fibers yeah. <laughs> Goddamn carpet, man. And I, my wife said I should have got rid of this long fucking time ago. <laughs> right. In Tampa, Florida, on October 14th, 1984, Karen Dinsfriend, friend, that's her last name, it's funny, a 22 year old prostitute and cocaine user, worked her usual street corner. She's got her special spot picked up. Nice. She was approached by a man who wanted to exchange money for some fucking. The man took her to an isolated area, (laughs) bound her wrist with a bandana, beat her, raped her, and then strangled her to death. He loves strangulation. This is jam, man. What a fucking thought. (laughs) Startled by barking dogs nearby, the killer wrapped Karen in a blanket, dumped her in his truck, and waited for a better opportunity to get rid of her body. So this might might be the bitch that he drove around with. One week after finding Chanel's body, investigators located the body of Karen Din's friend. And yeah, what it linked to the particular case was the fact that she had red carpet fibers found on her legs again. <laughs> like this guy is fucking carpet. As the body <laughs> count continued to rise, police were cl- no closer to f- actually finding the killer. So they formed a task force um, to catch this serial killer. Women were being killed in similar manners, and the background of the women were similar. They're all street hookers. Police were going, except for some, like two. Police were going to concentrate a lot of their focus on the prostitution strips, which were very prevalent in the Tampa area. Do you have (laughs) his FBI profile? Uh, I might. I'll get into more of who Bobby Joe Long is in a little bit. Yeah. So the homicide division of Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department were 24-7 on the case, even assembling an undercover female detectives to walk, walk the killer's hunting grounds, but he slipped away and killed again. On Halloween 1984, police came across a mummified remains of a woman in a ditch. They belonged to the body of 22-year-old prostitute Kimberly Hops, but they don't they didn't identify her for weeks. It appeared as though Hobbs has been dead for nearly a month, and she likely died from being strangled with a black cloth choker she wore around her neck. So, ladies, be careful of those things you wear because you might get killed by it one day. That's right. <laughs> she, she had been raped and strangled very violently, and again, the same red goddamn fucking fibers were there six months six bodies each connected by red fibers found in the crime scene yet police seemed to be no closer to identifying a suspect but the killer was about to slip yeah yeah so in in uh, tampa florida on november 3rd 1984 17 year old lisa mcveigh finished a double shift at the local Krispy Kreme. She hopped on her bike and traveled down a deserted but familiar road. Suddenly, she was plucked from her bicycle, and she began to fight. She uh, felt a gun being placed against her head. Lisa was blindfolded, thrown into the car, and kicking and screaming for help. She, like, which is good. You got to do that, ladies. Make sure you make as much noise as possible. She desperately tried to look out from underneath her blindfold. She was able to locate a knife from between the car seats. And Lisa ordered, uh, Lisa was ordered to perform a sex act. She then was tied up and driven away from the area. She was driven around even though she was blindfolded. She was able to make out the vehicle. Lisa noticed that the word Magnum on the dash and saw red carpet in the vehicle itself. So it wasn't even in his house. There's this fucking car that had this stupid... Who the fuck has carpet in their car, honestly? Everybody, the bro. A- the it's fuck? the 80s. <laughs> it's the 80s, I guess, man. They also had those weird things that dangle from the fucking roof and shit. And yeah. 
fucking weird. So they drove a fuzzy dice, bro. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was thinking. They drove around for a while before the kidnapper stopped the car. Lisa was taken out of the car, still blindfolded, to what she believed was the attacker's apartment. During the next 27 hours, she was brutally raped while being held hostage. At one point, Mm -hmm. Lisa's abductor removed her blindfold, and she caught a glimpse of his face. She tried to gain as much information about the location as she could. This girl is smart. She's a smart girl. She she knew that what she had to look for, you know what I mean? And though the entire ordeal, she was able to keep a level head. For a 17-year-old girl to not panic and like just assume I'm going to be dead and that she actually like looked around, wanted to get yeah, as much but, information. Dude, would you want to live with this shit the rest of your life after yeah, yeah. the fact? I just, you know uh, what I, yeah, just get get a hypnotherapist to just take it out of your memory. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she almost befriended him and talked yeah. to him and yep. he would confide in her, even started calling her babe instead of bitch. He first yeah. started with bitch and then he's, come on, babe. <laughs> I'm so sorry. He even showered with her. It's it, weird. It, 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 it's really fucked up, right? Yeah. And, and I mean, yeah. if you look at pictures of the lady today, she looks fucking broken. I mean, she, you yeah. can tell that she's still... Rape does break women. So yeah. men out so, there, maybe maybe don't do that and put your dick away. I mean, might as well just fucking kill me at that point if that's yeah. the case. You know what I so, mean? So, yeah, he, like that, you kind of said that he even seemed to kind of take a liking to her. And at one point, he took a shower with her. He washed her hair in a manner that she later described as being almost as if she was like his girlfriend, which is just fucking sick. She's probably like, you know, doesn't like that. At 3 a.m. the next day, Lisa's attacker tells her to get dressed. To her shock, he took her out to his car and told her he was taking her home. He drove a few blocks from her house, told her to take care, and drove off. Bye-bye. That was a nice 27 hours you spent see you on later. my dick. <laughs> see you later, bitch. <laughs> yeah, see ya. Once released, Leah's, Leah, Lisa rushed home and told her parents she had been abducted by a white male in his 30s with a mustache and dark hair. She provided the same description of the information to the police. She also told them that he drove a dark red Dodge Magnum with red interior. But since Lisa was left alive, police did not link her rape to the murders plaguing the fucking Tampa area. They're what, stupid. what year was this? 1984 or some shit, I think. Yeah, yeah, 1984. A Dodge Magnum. Yeah. Oh, Look okay. it up what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, I see what it looks like. <laughs> is it dope? Is it a cool car? No. Is this a truck? It's fucking stupid. A no. Shitty truck. Yeah, yeah it looks like, a, like you, ever, you, you know what a Monte Carlo looks like? It looks kind of like that. Oh, I get it. It's just like they, he, she described, you know, that the, the car had red fucking carpet and shit, and they were like, no, it's not connected, even though he like raped everybody. And, you know, it's like, oh, well, he didn't kill her, so. Yeah. You know, it's so stupid. It the the one cops that he are extremely kill. fucking dumb in the 80s. They're dumb now. I'm not a fan of, of the biggest gang on the earth we call the police. But <laughs> some of them are good, but most of them, especially in the 80s, didn't want to fucking talk to each other. They wouldn't talk to people from these different areas, maybe, and shit like that, because they wanted the investigation for themselves and shit, right? So only two days after her release, police found yet another body. On November 6th, a woman was horseback riding on her ranch and found severed body parts scattered throughout the field. So this is the chick that he cut up into uh, Is many that there's pieces. so many of them, dude? I mean, I lost I know, track. I know. But so I, know, I know he cut one of them up and just fucking yeah. scattered her body. The body over. belonged to 18-year-old Virginia Johnson, and it appeared as she had been dead for two weeks. The body was basically just bones, but a leash was still attached to her neck, and red carpet fibers were found in her hair once again, and the police realized, wow, we still have a killer on the loose. Well, no fucking shit. Virginia was last seen. Last seen a guy. Virginia was last seen on New Brunswick Avenue. So he did like New Brunswick Avenue. Uh, she was walking to the Alamalo Lounge where she was a waitress. It was the same area frequented by the murder victims, Karen Din's friend and Lang Lana. Long. Lana Long. (laughs) Stupid name. A few days later, 21-year-old dancer Kimberly Swan was picked up, was reported missing by her family. Swan danced at the Sly Fox Lounge on Nebraska Avenue. She was last seen driving on Dale Marbury Highway. Marbury Highway? To the horror of her family and friends, her body was found on November 12th. 
Her body had been dumped over an, uh, under an overpass. When police arrived at the scene, they found Kimberly laying face down with her legs spread apart. It's like he's like, look at what I did. Oh, it's almost like that other guy. What was the guy we did before this Gainesville piece of shit? Gainesville Ripper. Yeah. We got the same guy. thing. Yeah. Likes to show off. On November 13th, 1984, the FBI crime lab compared that red fibers collected from Lisa McVeigh kidnapping case matched the red fibers of all the other victims. Well, no shit, you dumb cops. Fucking idiots. Police took a closer look at Lisa's statement, and they eventually located the Dodge Magnum pulled it over and began a search. The owner appeared to be cooperative. He allowed law enforcement to take even a picture of him, but with no concrete evidence at the time, law enforcement authorities let the driver go. They then took photographs of the driver back to Lisa. And obviously she identified the actor as our attacker as Bobby Joe long, Bobby Joe. So let's get to the little bit into Bobby Joe's life now. Because they essentially have their killer on their hands. So Bobby Joe Long was born in West Virginia in 1953. At the age of two, his parents divorced and he moved to Florida with his mother. Bobby Joe and his mother had a strange relationship from the beginning. They would share a bed together till he was 13. That's fucking yep. strange. Uh, his mother worked at a bar called Big Daddy's. <laughs> <laughs> and she, this guy was a fucking cuck, bro. Yeah, yeah probably. His, uh, yeah, his mother cuckolded his, her own son. And she was gone all hours. His mother brought home a different man almost every night. And that would definitely fuck up the kid that's sleeping in the same yeah. bed with you. <laughs> yeah. There, that was, um, there was resentment towards his mother, and he would harbor it for the rest of his life. As a result of all this, Long began to gather an outward hatred towards women, and, you know, moms, treat your sons right because uh, they might turn into a serial killer. That's May- the thing about these guys, though, <laughs> yeah. right? Because didn't the Gainesville Ripper also have issues with his mom, too? His dad and shit, yeah. His stepdad. His dad and stuff, stepdad yeah. was and, a piece of shit. And then not only that, but this guy, it, it, there's always that link, right? They yeah. resent women because of their of mothers. Of some event, yeah. And that's that's in a lot of even movies and stuff. If you think about Psycho. He dresses up like his dead mother and kills people and shit, right? So what the fuck? Man? Yeah, you've never seen Psycho? You should watch I that I, shit. I think I might have. Is that the one where the the <clears throat> is that the guy from Batman? No, that is based on Psycho, kind of. That's American Psycho. That is based yeah. s- semi on it, because uh, but the actual original Psycho that um, that fat fucker made. Uh, what can I think of his name? Very famous horror director. Why can't I think of that fat fuck's name? He dodged the army because he was too fat when he wanted to go to the army, but they wouldn't <laughs> let him. They wouldn't let him because he was too fat. Oh, my God. Why can't I fucking think of this shit? It's going to bug me. Give me one sec. I'll fucking look this shit up. It's going to... J- just because yeah, it, 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 it's going to bug me. It's fucked up, but again, I mean, it yeah. is what it is. Just, just you know, be Al- good Alfred kids. fucking Hitchcock. That's a douche's name. Yeah, but like, yeah, and a lot of times, you know, they... And it's like... It, it making matters worse, he even suffered head injuries throughout his childhood. Yeah. And a lot of serial killers ha- end up having fucking head traumas and it fucks their heads and it like changes them. Richard Ramirez, fucking Jeffrey Dahmer, this John Wayne Gacy, all these yeah. people, especially the famous ones, had fucking head injuries. Except That's for Ted Bundy. One. Ted Bundy's a weird one because he had a, a good upbringing, didn't have head injuries, and he became a serial killer. That's so you an, never that's know. The, that's an interesting... That was one of the interesting things that I found that the head injury correlation between these serial killers yep. and... You know what I mean? Like, what... That's that's so... That's well, look so at football players, man. Football players yeah. hit their head and then they beat the shit out of their wives. Or they fucking kill themselves, yeah, right? Yeah, it's true. That's like another thing. He suffered not only one of the mo- uh, emotional distress of his mother, but also physically incurred brain injuries when his brain was still at a developing stage. So something happened with his mama where she dropped him on his fucking head, which essentially fucking turned him into a serial killer. But uh, good old Bobby Joe was also born with extra an extra X chromosome known as Kleinfelder syndrome 
As a result, he grew boobies. He had boobies at the young yep. age, which obviously made him insecure, which I thought was fucked. He, he like literally had this had rare est- thing. Estrogen. He was more emotional, right? Yeah, he, he had, had nice big old body. fucking juggies, man. Nice. Little boys like to squeeze him and stuff on the playground, but yeah, boobies. Nice, nice tits, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As a teenager, he became, uh, became kind of a bully. He had a very aggressive attitude, well, obviously from being fucking teased your whole life about your titties. Uh, one shining moment took place in January 1974 when Bobby Joe Long married his high school sweetheart, Cynthia Barlett. Their wedding, I, her, she just talks a lot on the documentary I was watching, and, and you know, that sh- at first it was great, you know, you know, their wedding was bliss and it was short-lived, but, you know, they had, they had moments. In March 1974, right after the marriage, Long got in a motor motor accident, motorcycle accident, which almost killed him. It literally threw him like a fucking hundred feet. He launched off that bike. (laughs) (laughs) Like so. And then he suffered severe brain trauma as well as that to his shoulders and legs, suffered some sort of fucking trauma. They're all fucked up. He was... He was Good. fucking mangled by the shit, which probably made him a little worse. He was also in the hospital for seven, several months. Much of that time he spent in a comatose state. While he was recovering, hospital personnel noticed severe personal changes. Uh, a vastly shortened temper and an insatiable appetite for sex, which even his wife said that even in the hospital and when he started to wake up and shit, she noticed like big changes in him. Yeah, Which and, and now did, did you mention that he was dominated by his wife too? He was. She didn't say that in the documentary. So <laughs> yeah, she was do- supposedly she dominated him. He was a fucking cuck. Weird. Yeah. Once yep. he left the hospital, he lost his job. I'm spending much of his time at home, where he lashed out a lot at Cynthia. He became very abusive, both emotionally, emotionally and physically, towards his wife. So after the hospital, like fucking changed him. That hit hit him hard. It literally changed his personality. And at one point, she became so frustrated with the situation that while he was sleeping, she placed a gun to her head, to his head. Like she would have a shotgun and put it to his fucking head. Should have pulled the fucking. I know. She said that like every time she thought about it, it was she thought about the kids, and that's why she didn't do it. And she couldn't shoot him, but she realized after the incident there was no possible way she could stay with him. And in 1980, they divorced. Many people believe that this was the triggering point for Long that would lead his life to violence. He's like, God damn bitch, just like my mother, like, you know, and she's it's freaking out. So then in November of 1984, authority in Hillsborough County, Florida, hunted Long down. He was the prime suspect with the murders of at least eight women. The lone survival, a survivor of the eight-month killing spree identified the 31-year-old unemployed X-ray technician out of a yeah, photo lineup. loser. I know. He had been... Um, he had not, if it hadn't been for a description, they, uh, he could have maybe carried out more violent acts to come, but the cops were like, well, we didn't really need her. There would probably be more well, murders, but. Uh. That's, so see, that's the thing, right? So these serial killers always fuck up with something. There's always, they always get sloppy. He yes. said that he let that one girl go and that he knew, right? And again, this is according to him. There might be another. Yeah. What is that? The power grab. He said that he knew he was going to get caught eventually because he let her go. But even before he started killing, he said that he could have gone on being the classified ad rapist for a long time yeah. was it not that he started to kill people yeah because he said, yeah he said he could he could he had such a planned out way of yeah. raping he said it he was full got away with proof full he said it was foolproof <laughs> i got a foolproof so, rape plan yeah right exactly so who the fuck knows i mean yeah it's like ted bunny talks about there's like a famous quote by ten buddies like you know at first it's i can't remember the entire thing but it's like it's first it's super planned out you're meticulous and then you know it becomes such like a habit that eventually you fucking forget where you put the wrench is that the one that did his own defense yes ted bunny is the one one played by zach efron yep but sexy would you think about that what did you think about that? Um, I think that, I think it was awesome. A lot of people didn't like it, but I, I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good, but they did glorify him, which I get. They were trying to show how charismatic he was yeah. and, and all that shit, but they over glorified him. They didn't 
show any of him, any of him killing it, I guess, like, but it's, to me, it's like, we well, don't want to glorify his murders, but the thing is, how you show people, it's like, oh, he was a sexy man, and he was good in court, and had a wife, and he just killed women, but the thing is, they should have shown more details of the murders, and the fact that he probably fucked the bodies and the heads and stuff, and they didn't add any of that shit in, but I, I would rather see it a little more gory, you know? Just like the it Richard Ramirez documentary, fucking yeah. people. Then. The Richard Ramirez documentary, they didn't. They talk, just talked primarily about the murders, uh, the one that just came out on Netflix. But they never got into Richard Ramirez's background at all, or how you know his cousin taught, like killed his wife. His cousin killed his wife in front of Richard, which fucked him up. And what he also fuck? told he also taught Richard um, combat techniques that he learned from Vietnam, and told him all about how they used to like rape women and, and shit. They didn't mention any of that shit. I'm like, what the fuck? You have to dive in the background of the actual serial killer so in tampa florida on november uh, 16th 1984 cops geared up to get the move on long he was located at a local movie theater and was arrested i wonder what he was watching it's 1984 uh what movies came out in 1984 can we guess what he was watching here i'm gonna <laughs> movies 1984 let's see what was what was out uh in november yeah this is november Let's just see. Let's just, I'm just curious. So when they fucking caught him, right? Yeah, so, uh, these are all shit movies. The fuck is all this crap? Oh, I could have watched the, the Revenge of the Nerds, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I think that was 1984. Uh, yeah, so he could he's probably just watching some nice comedy and then he gets fucking arrested. So he was transported to Hillsborough County Sheriff's headquarters for questioning. During the post-arrest interrogation, he confessed to murdering eight women. Long expressed he had no regret, no remorse, and said that he would kill whenever he had the urge to do so. And Long dropped the, a one final bombshell on detectives. He told them that prior to the murders, he committed a dozen of rapes across the state of Florida. He was dubbed the classified ad rapist because of his M.O. to answer ads in the newspaper where he singled out women and showed up at their house. The women answered the door alone. He pulled a gun, then beat them and violently raped them. Shortly after, he moved onto the homes with um, with the for sale sign by the owners, the owner sign, which is weird. Yeah. So uh, there was another method he used to single out and find his prey because the statute of limitation had expired. No charges were filed against Long and the serial rapes, which occurred all the way back to 1974. So he was doing that for a while. Yeah, yeah. And I think he would have kept going with it again if he wouldn't have let that one go. Yeah. If he would have just killed... And it's fucked up, right? If he would have <laughs> just done it the way he was used to doing it, he probably would have killed a lot more people. Oh, yeah. Good thing yeah. that he did fuck up. Yeah. And they were able to catch him. It's true. But this dude's a straight piece of dog shit. This guy is yep. the lowest scum of the earth. And, yeah. <laughs> it was reported that Bobby Joe Long had committed more than 50 rapes before moving to the next level of violence. Murder! And on November 16th, the same day Long was apprehended, police discovered a body floating in the Hillsborough River, and it belonged to Vicki Elliott, a 21-year-old rapist who Long had murdered eight weeks prior. Elliott uh, brought the body count to nine. So this guy's like, he killed like almost more people than Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Six days later, investigators found the body of artist Wick. The women authorities believed Long had murdered first. Eventually, Long struck a plea deal with the prosecution, and he agreed to plead guilty to the eight murders and to the rape and kidnapping of McVeigh. When all said was done, Long received 692 years, 39 life sentences, and two death row sentences for his crime. I don't understand why they fucking do that. Just say, I know this is to show the impact, but it's just like, yeah, you're going to be in jail for a thousand years. And it's just like, I'll be fucking dead. Just say for life. You know yeah. what I mean? They're always or like, like oh. when they give them two life sentences plus yeah, it's 80 stupid. years. <laughs> it's just like so dumb. Like, I think <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer was sentenced to like 900 years in prison. It's like, dude, so stupid. he's going to fucking die anyway. And they're eventually put on death row, right? So these yeah. are a lot of guys that they end up getting killed anyways. Yeah, I know. Like, you know, so long and uh, following his incarceration, Long gave a, uh, a, se a series of TV interviews where he seemed genuinely remorseful as if he had come to terms with the destruction in no, his cause. Well, shit. see if I add 
um, some audio at the beginning or ending. We'll see if I do that because maybe I'll play a little bit of his Please interview. Don't. Um, his piece of yeah, shit fucking voice. In his uh, in his words, all the victims, all of them, talking about a lot of lives just gone right down the tube. Uh, the tube cause of me. And it is not a good feeling. I'm not proud of anything I've done. And the worst thing is, I don't understand why. So she, at first, he's like, oh, yeah, I fucking did all that shit. I don't give a fuck. I have no remorse. And then being in jail, he's like, I don't even know why I did it. And to be honest, it could be because of his head injuries. And it literally dislodged something and, and fucked up something, some reroute. And he became more animalistic. Because that does fucking happen. So... Yeah, like almost I'm gonna like blame a, his head injury. <laughs> a split personality type of thing, right? Yeah. Where it, it like bumps you and you you can just I don't know. Yeah, don't hit your head, people. Maybe don't play football and shit because you might end up being a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> so Long obviously hated women, he hated his mother, and started killing. But he was executed by lethal injection on May twenty third, two thousand nineteen. Very fucking recent. Yeah. So he's uh, he took the long long road to the pearly gates of heaven, and he's chilling with Jesus now. Yeah, the fuck he is. So, and that's another <laughs> thing. He didn't have any. He, what what was it? Do you have his last meal? What he ate? Oh no. Like, do you have it? What did he eat? I had it. I forgot. But oh, I want to know uh, what he ate now. Look it up. <laughs> yeah, it was like some soda or some shit like that. And then some he soda. didn't didn't have any last words. So fuck that guy. Yeah, it's like, it's whatever, it's just fucked, like, we'll get into more true crime cases, this one was obviously fucked because he was just a sick individual that probably bashed his head a little hard and it fucked him up for life, and and now he's dead, and so we're fucking nine other women because of him, so... It's yeah. just kind of crazy. Serial killers are always nuts. I love talking about it. Like, uh, Billy loves talking about serial killers probably because he's going to be one one day, but that's his <laughs> life, long life goal. Um, Dude, but can, don't. I mean, can you imagine that, bro? <laughs> I can. That's the thing. That's fucked up. He thinks, I, he thinks I would be, but I think because I'm so fucked up in my head that it's like it's almost like, no, there's no way Tom could be a serial killer, but you never know. You never know down the road. I always say, like, Dennis Rader, BTK killer, didn't start fucking killing till I think he was like 34, which is fucked up. So Billy's so got a couple got years. we still got time. Yeah. We're still ripe for the picking. I know. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, fucked up case. Um, I don't know if it was fun, but it was definitely interesting to talk about this fucker. We'll it get was interesting. I don't yeah. know I'd call it fun because fuck this guy. <laughs> well, yeah. Next time you hear me and why, we'll, uh, we'll get into some new shit. I'm going to be extremely busy moving soon, so we're going to try to pump out as uh, normal episodes as we can, uh, but I'm going to be fucking extremely busy. But let's... Uh, yeah, let's do something like cryptids next or something for all the fans. Something fun and something light because we've talked about murder recently and, and, you know, and the Crystal Skulls was interesting, but it's also yeah. slightly boring because it's just a bunch of fake fucking skulls that someone created. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get to something fun next time and do something fucked up or something. But that was fun. You know where to find Strange Rue, you know, www.strangerupodcast.com. Find all your shit. There's merch out there. You know, check out the special me and Billy just did. And, and me and Billy, uh, they'll be coming out uh, in, in a couple of weeks, definitely soon, uh, we get into a serial killer case that is close to Billy's heart. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Follow me on social media at the Horn Horn Podcast on Instagram. And yeah, I've been Fuck still yeah. pretty busy with everything, okay. and but we still find time to do this show. So yes, yeah. get it going. All right, well let's uh, let's say uh, not a hail. We'll say a uh, fuck uh, Bobby Joe Long. Fuck him. Fuck Bobby Joe Long. <laughs> <laughs>